Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. James chapter 1, beginning at verse 21. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, um, which is able to save your souls. Uh, But be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who listens intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he is like. But the one who listens into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Here again. Short and power packed. And I believe verse 21 is another one of those hinge verses. It hinges that previous uh, few verses and uh, into these verses. And it's critical for both sides of it. Uh, be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger and position yourself to, to, to hear from the Lord. Right. So part of positioning yourself is being quick to hear and slow to speak. But part of it is putting away filthiness that positions you to hear, but it also positions you to do. It positions you to hear from the Lord and it positions you to do for the Lord. So today is truly about better listening, but also about better doing and how they work in concert. Well, first things first, it's simply this simple. If we want to be better hearers, if we want to hear from God better, if we want to listen to people better, if we want to hear, you know, what God is, is, is actually saying and doing in situations, if we want to hear better, we got to put away filth. It's, it's that simple. That's what he says. Put away all filthiness and rampant weakness, wickedness. So that's something we got to put that thing away. And then we also got to receive some things. You might say it's this simple. We got to make room for the word in our life. Wow. Okay. That's, that's, that's bigger than, than first hearing and appreciate. Um, just for the sake of time, you know, you, you guys can go check it out. But the apostle Paul says in the book of Romans that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how does faith come? It comes by hearing. So it's really important that we position ourselves to hear. And where does hearing come from? Where is hearing activated? Where is it empowered? Where is it best received from? Hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Wow. So in other words, James, brother James and brother Paul, who many seem to think disagree, are totally agreeing on this life-giving concept. Be quick to hear. You know, quick to hear what? The word of God. Why? Because it is necessary for fruitful living. So so part of this is what you put away, and part of it is what you bring in, what you receive. One is what you reject, the other is what you receive. One is what you put away, and one is what you put into action. We often think of the Bible as being just full of don't do don't do's. But the Bible is also full of go do's. Uh, um And I think we have to make room for the one with the other. 
in both cases. When it comes to the don't do's, we, we, we make room for not doing by go doing. And when it comes to the go doing, we make room to go do by don't doing. And so it's really critical in hearing from the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing comes by the word of the Lord. Okay. Amen and amen. Then we make room to hear from the Lord. Now, what filthiness do you need to put away? Okay, let's take a very careful look. What list of filthiness and rampant wickedness did the Apostle James tell us to put away? Oh, all of it. All of it. All of it. Say, well, what is all of it? Here's what we're good at. We're good at wanting others to put away their filthiness and rampant wickedness. We're really, we're really terrible at analyzing, um, our own <laughs> and desiring it be put away. Um, but that's the challenge here. Put it all away. Okay. So that we can make room to receive the implanted word of God. Um, and I think I either have to say a little about the first part of James chapter one, verse 21, or I have to say a lot. So I'm just going to say a little. Um, the little that I want to say is we've got to put away the wickedness to make room to receive the word of God. Um, and I want to illustrate it a couple of ways. Look at what we spend our time, talent, and treasure on and ask ourselves, does it position us to hear from the word of God through his word, or does it hinder us from hearing it? Um, like, do we watch too much TV? Do we mess around on the internet too much? Do we, uh, you know, some things, some things are always bad. Like some television programs, some music, it's always bad. I'm not talking about genre of music. I'm talking about like the message in the music. And we need to put some stuff away. Um, like, you know, I, if you watch TV today, all you're taking in is sex and violence, sex and violence, sex and violence and God, godlessness, sex, violence and godlessness. And so, you know, to put put that stuff away makes room for the word. But then you have to, like, receive the word. I mean, I literally can illustrate this all day long. This is where I get in the danger of how many illustrations do I give here? Because if I if I only give a few, someone say, well, I've already got that conquered. And they won't. They won't listen. They say, oh, that wasn't for me because I don't watch a lot of TV. But what if you got a hobby that is totally time consuming? It's innocent in and of itself, but it so hinders from hearing, receiving the word of God that the hobby is evil because of what it hinders. It's not evil because of what it does. It's evil because of what it hinders. You, you know, you literally could just really enjoy gardening in your yard, beautifying your yard. But if you do that so much that you don't have time or you're too tired to be in the word, then it has become an evil that is blocking a person from hearing from the word of God. And so James would say right here, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness. And we can say, like, I'm not really, you know, I don't smoke crack. I don't chase prostitutes. I don't rob banks. I don't murder anyone. So I'm pretty I'm pretty good. But what he then says and receive with meekness the implanted word, we, you know, what he's saying is put the stuff away and it's wickedness if it gets in the way of receiving the word of God. I mean, you know, let's, let's just keep it real here. Some things aren't evil in and of themselves, but they create an evil by the entirety of themselves.
Whew. I know, I know, I know, I know. Nobody want to talk about that, right? I don't want to talk about it. I love to watch movies. But when I'm studying this, I hear God saying, boy, if you studied your Bible as hard as you watched a movie, you know, I remember quotes from movies often at a very higher rate than I remember passages from the Bible. Is the movie in and of itself necessarily evil? No, but could it be an evil because it blocks me from receiving a better good? Yes. Oh, suddenly I hear Shaggy Doo in the background. Rut row, Raggy. Actually, that's Scooby Doo in the background. Whatever. So it's it's about moving something to make room for something. It's about putting something away so we can put something in. It's about rejecting something so we can receive something. Over and over again, this is more powerful than I'm going to give it time. I mean, sit in it for a while. You yourself. Because the next part of this passage is actually one of those ones I could talk for hours about or I have to talk for a few minutes. And you know the form we're using here is just going to be a few minutes. James, with utter plainness of speech. With utter plainness of speech says this, be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. So we have to make room to hear so that it creates the understanding to do. Aha. We have to create room to hear because it creates the understanding of what to do. You know, it's like um, uh, Ephesians chapter uh, 5, 15 through 16, I don't want to paraphrase it. It's like, uh, you know, uh, 16 says, making the best use of your time for the, in, for the days are evil. Know what the will of the Lord is. We got to make room to hear and come to an understanding of what the will of the Lord is. And then we got to make the best use of our time. So we got to make room to hear so it gives us understanding to do. And I think this is one of the most plain and powerful passages in the whole scripture. And I literally could talk about it for hours. Be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. All right. Let me say this. God has not told me whose name is in the Lamb's book of life. Somebody say amen. I haven't seen the Lamb's book of life. I haven't seen it open or closed. I definitely have not read its pages and chapters. I don't know who's in the Lamb's book of life, but I do know this. God has given his church, his people, the ability to understand what the workshop and the vineyard looks like. In other words, we're supposed to be about producing fruit and doing good works. The Bible tells us to be zealous for good works. Don't grow weary in doing good works. If we were to look over into um, James chapter number one, um, it's, I mean, excuse me, not James, we're in James one. First John chapter one, uh, look at verse six, look at verse eight, look at verse 10. They all say, if we say we have fellowship with him, but we walk in darkness. If we say we have no sin, if we say uh, we have no sin, it says it twice. In other words, we can say something, but if there's not a reality behind it, if there's not actual fruit and actual works, then what we've said is hollow. And thus, in that way, it's a lie. All of what we've been saying last session, this session, is we've got to learn to hear and to hear the main things, position ourselves. We've got to learn to listen to people 
And even more important, we got to learn to listen to God. We got to learn to listen to God because faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. And hearing the word of God positions us to understand what the will of the Lord is and to be people of action. I see, I believe everybody out there is looking for, um, we're looking for truth and we're looking for, um, some people don't even know they're looking for it. We're looking for something that we can do, um, without shame and with, and do it full of passion. We want to get up there every day and know we have a great purpose and we can do it without being ashamed of it. I mean, look at how many things, look at how many things are, are utterly worthless and they have clubs to do them. You know what that's all about? That's people, they want to do something in community because we're built for it. And they want to do something with others, not only their approval, but with their passionate partnership. So they'll, they'll create whole clubs for things that are sinful and, and, and worthless. And I don't want to name one because I guarantee you if I do, somebody will send me an angry letter, you know, but just look at the examples. I mean, rarely, rarely do you find a group of believers joining a, a, a club. This, this, you know, it's a, it's a gospel club, you know. They don't create patches and stickers and say, I'm in my, I'm going to a gospel club meeting. What, what are you doing at a gospel club meeting? Uh, we seek to hold each other accountable to pursue the gospel, obey the gospel, pursue the gospel, share the gospel. You don't see those clubs, but you'll see a club that's all about something else. No, that's not dare that time. That was just given to us for we could think just a second. But what James is advocating is be quick to hear, quick to hear, quick to listen to other people, but also quick to hear from God because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We need to position ourselves to hear from the word of God, come to the understanding about what the word of God says, the will of God is, and then passionately pursue that. That's what we want to do anyway. We want to passionately pursue something that we don't have to be ashamed of, that we can give ourselves to. That's the call of the gospel, church. That's the call of the gospel. To be soul winners and disciple makers. To be helpers and encouragers. So what James is in essence saying is hear the word of God and then do the word of God. And don't deceive yourself by saying, well, you know, I, I went to preaching. I went to the prayer meeting. I, I watched I watched Tim's video. I listened to Tim's podcast. I heard from the preacher. Don't deceive yourself by just being a hearer. You know, a person who can say, uh, I believe this and I know this and I say this, but then there's no actual meat behind that. Be doers of the word. Because here's James' contention. James' contention um, in verse 23 is that if anyone's a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a person who's looked at his face in the mirror uh, and... Um, and he saw something and he went away like he didn't see something. So uh, I broke my primary glasses and I'm wearing my, my backup glasses here for a few weeks. I've been having to wear these for a few weeks. I'm waiting to get my other glasses fixed or maybe get a new pair. I'm just not sure what I got to do yet. Um, depends on the cost, blah, blah, blah. But the, the coating is coming off of these and... Uh, just today, someone said, hey, you got something black on your face. And I just swiped at it. And they didn't say I got it or didn't get it. I didn't pay any attention. But then later on, I went to wash my hands and I looked up into the mirror and I saw that something black was on my face. And it was 
from the, the the black plastic coating is chipping off of these glasses and a piece of it had stuck to my face. It actually looked like I had a little tattoo on my face. So then I stood in the mirror and I flicked it and it went a, fur, a little further down. I flicked it and it went into my beard and then I had to flick it out of my beard because I had seen it then. I could not ignore what I'd seen. That's what God is banking on when someone really hears from his word. We've made, we, we, we've gotten the junk out of the way. We've positioned ourselves to receive. We receive the implanted word of God. We say, oh, I see the will of God and I see that I can do the will of God without shame. I, can, I don't even have to have eternal shame. I can live passionately for this in the face of the Lord and I, I don't never have to be ashamed. I can do this. But now I see it and I'm not, I can't walk away like I didn't see it. James says, yep, when you actually, when you actually really have heard from God, it produces action. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he says, for the person who looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. That, that's that person who, who's in looked intently in the word of God and goes away without action. Verse 25, though, but he, but the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he is blessed in his doing. So I've been walking with this young guy doing some discipleship lately, and it's it's just been awesome. He's um I think 22 years old, and uh, and so he he had uh, he was texting me one night, and he says, "Hey, I'm doing this. Uh, I, it seems like the Lord is leading me to do X, Y, and Z." And I was like, "Man, that's that's awesome. That's very biblical. I think that is a leading from the Lord." And I said, uh, "I think you need to follow through with that." So uh, that might have been on a Tuesday. We met on, on a Sunday afternoon. Have you done it? No. The following Sunday, have you done it? No. The following Sunday, have you done it? No. And, and I, you know, not like in a, like in a mean way, but in a very direct way. I said, listen, man, you sitting there on a Tuesday night, you know, God told you to do something. What in the world are you doing? Um, well, uh, you know, I told him that it's say something like maybe 345. At six o'clock, when he, you know, when he came, when he came to the the weekly gathering, we had, we had just had a fellow, uh, excuse me, a discipleship meeting one on one before. When he came to the whole church gathering, uh, first thing he says, "Hey man, I done all that, <laughs> right?" Um, why had he been procrastinating? I don't know, but I thought it was very important that if he had heard from the Lord as quickly as he could, obey the Lord, and there were no obstacles in this issue except himself and some labor, some work, and. Uh, I was super, I am, I was super proud of him. I am super proud of him. This is the contention of James. Make room to hear and to hear clearly. And part is we got to put some stuff away. Not all of it's clearly uh, evil in and of itself. Some of it's it's evil because it's blocking the good. You know? Uh, you know, it's like giving me, uh, you know, a, a, a bowl of, uh, chocolate moose traps and putting three layers of cellophane over it. The cellophane isn't evil, but it becomes evil in the moment because it's blocking me from the chocolate moose tracks. So I have to put it away so that I can receive. And the reason we got to receive it meekly is because God's going to do a thing in us. When he puts that word in us, he's going to do a thing. He wants to take fruit and bear fruit and make us more like Jesus. And, and he wants it to show Jesus in the world. And so we got to make room for it so we can receive it and then that receiving is meant 
to be followed with action, proven in action, activated by action. How do you know you really received it? It sent you into action. But if we can say we've heard from God and it doesn't lead to action, we are deceiving ourselves. We've looked intently into it and ignored what it actually says. God's word is an action-based activity. Thank you for joining us on Light Steps Live today. My name is Katie Bose, and the rest of our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. Tim Bose is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club. Thank you.